2020 having plenty of vision fire in my eyes sparking deadly collision with the full tank of gas that i keep in the heart seeing demons and masks but i peep from the start free at last they bleed into the art see me climbing up the mast when it's time to depart sailing out for the new untold growing into a new sprung mold papers tight and never get unrolled and ain't no biting on the flow so gold i ain't buying all the shit y'all sold Dreams worth more than money when the story unfold. In it for the glory, but I came for the truth. Damn, the game is getting gory. Alright, alright, what up, yo? What up, yo? It's another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. Welcome back, welcome back. I am Tyler. And fortunately or unfortunately, that's up to you to decide. It's just me today that you're stuck with. Quarantined with, one might say. <laughs> Your ears are quarantined to just me this podcast, so get ready for it. I hope you miss my voice because you're about to get a lot of it. But shout out James and Emilio. You know, with all this craziness going on, we're trying to do everything we can to practice proper social distancing. And, you know, we do have responsibilities to each other and ourselves, right? And everybody's got different people in their life that they don't want to be affected by this whole medical crisis and other things that go along with it. So I understand. No worries. We're going to try and, you know, I am going to call him a later. Hopefully he'll answer, but we'll see. He might be upset that I called him for this one, but that might just produce some great content. So we got to do it now. Uh, I also called my sister later in this episode. Uh, Truth be told, I'm re-recording from last night in classic rabbit hole sessions fashion, even though it was just me by myself. Started late and had kind of like that tired voice going and I didn't really like how it sounded (laughs) when I was mixing it. Couldn't mix that out later. Uh, So I just wanted to come back and re-record it. And Basically because I want to keep this consistent, especially during a time where we are quarantined, right? Quote unquote. I'll get into that in a second. We do have all this downtime. There is a lot of hunger, right? For content and for people to have something to digest. And that's what I'm here for, for the faithful listeners of Rabbit Hole Sessions, for the new listeners of Rabbit Hole Sessions. Hopefully we can get a lot out of this time of turmoil. Hopefully we can flip into a little bit of a positive. But I mentioned quarantine, quote unquote, because uh, yesterday, day before, I can't remember just because the days are all such a blur with everything going on and like with no like work or class, right, or a regular schedule type of thing. It's, I, I don't know, days start at 4 a.m. and end at 3 p.m., right? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's a weird kind of time spectrum that's going on. But uh, that's in reference to uh, Charlie Baker, governor of Massachusetts, our fearless leader here in Boston and the greater Boston area and greater Massachusetts area, uh, announced quarantine like, you know, he gave his official shutdown, quote unquote, speech address. Um, and I keep saying, quote unquote, with quarantine, shutdown, lockdown, these type of words, because the if you watch and listen to what he said, it was. It's like he means it, he wants you to stay home, but it's loose, right? I think he specifically said, uh, we can't tell people to stay home. Like, we can't force you to stay home type of thing, right? But he was saying, we highly encourage it, we highly do this, blah, blah, blah. And the New York governor, Cuomo, I believe is his name, right? I'm not doing any fact-checking in this episode. This is just straight rambling. Lucky y'all, you get a crazy trip down my rabbit hole brain. So... That's why I need Emilio and James around normally, even though Emilio and I get crazy. James usually grounds us, but I need both of those guys because <laughs> I get crazy enough on my own. This quarantine has proven that to me. 
But yeah, so Cuomo kind of gave like a similar address as Baker in California and L.A., the governor there before this sentiment of we want you to do this, but we can't force you to do this. Right. That's the general right feel. That's the general uh, idea that the country operates off of. And for the most part, I'm very grateful for that and thankful for that and to live and be from a country that has that. And that allows people that. But at the same time, it's situations like these where you see maybe other ways a society and government can be set up can shine in different moments. And I don't want to celebrate, quote unquote, an authoritarian or dictator-esque regime or government. I definitely don't want to celebrate that because for the most part, I don't support it. But... For example, I, th- I think about that in the comparison because I think of China, where this all started, right? Where this all kind of crisis began. And they were the first to very swiftly lock people down, quarantine, like section off certain areas of the city because they have that type of um, setup in their government and instill that mindset among their people of, hey, what we say goes and you're going to do it and we're going to enforce that. And like I said, that's good and bad. In this situation, it's kind of good because guess what? Now certain public sectors and interactions of China are back opened up after just a few weeks of quarantine and a few weeks of trying to maintain and slow the spread of something the best way they can. Because, right, like there's no vaccine, obviously, but that is a testament to what we can do to slow and control a virus even when there's no vaccine and still have society operate semi-normally, right? Semi-normally. And so that's to compare it back to these, like, American leaders. And don't even, oh, my God, don't even get me started about Trump and all this. Like, (laughs) don't even get me started. And I'm not a all-the-time bash Trump guy. I definitely am not a Trump supporter. But, you know, I try to be fair with things that he does. But this is bad, dude. This is bad. The last address he gave was bad. First of all, he's up there looking like a wax figure anytime he's not talking. Like a wax figure of himself. How do you look like a caricature of yourself in real life? Right? Like, the whole point of a caricature is it's supposed to exaggerate real life and not supposed to be real. But yet he's fulfilling the exaggeration. This guy is a... He's a Marvel in its own way. Not Marvel, DC. But... And he's like... He's one of a kind, really. In I was gonna say good and bad ways, but I don't even know how to... How to categorize it. Because it's good and bad based on, first of all your own beliefs and whatever position he holds right and what exactly you want to see going on with the country right now (laughs) right so there's a lot of ways to spin this but it's just an interesting dichotomy in terms of government and societal setup which is something i always kind of like to take note of with uh issues that affect countries on mass where you have to have these different reactions based on how countries are set and just where i go as well i like to pick up these things about places because it's always interesting to see how we as a species though we're the same species regional and geographical factors going back well 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 before like modern history influences things like language like culture like society like government and it's just interesting to see how they take shape based on um their origin factors, right? It's kind of just a little analysis that I was doing about the reactions to this crisis and how countries are doing because of it. It's weird. It's kind of like 
ripples in the water, but it's not one ripple. It's like if you're looking at a pond and you threw 13 rocks in a whole salvo into the pond, some are going to land shorter, some are going to land farther, some are going to splash heavier, some are going to ripple longer, some ripples are going to touch each other, some aren't. And that's how I'm kind of looking at this is it's just this map of oh, dot there, dot there, dot there, dot, like a big radar. I keep using a lot of similes, right? But, you know, you got to try and put concrete examples to something that isn't abstract. Like a virus isn't abstract, but it's not something we can see, but it's still getting everywhere, right? So I'm trying to just paint the picture of how I'm picturing it in my head, and maybe that helps too. But so I just found that interesting. Uh, I'm not saying the U.S. should be more draconian. Definitely not. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that especially because people tend to get out of control with power and with authoritarian or dictatorship settings. So uh, I don't want that. I definitely don't want that to happen. But I don't know. I just, part of me doesn't like this slow walk into addressing the virus. There are probably several reasons for the slow walk, which I understand. One of them being you don't want to cause mass panic, hysteria, pandemonium chaos that literally won't help anything that'll <laughs> that'll just make everything worse uh, much faster so you i guess you don't want that and then you know like americans as people we're not ones that like to be told what to do even if it's something that might be in our best interest shout out universal healthcare. uh <laughs> we don't like being told we have to have something or have to do something and that's where i kind of fall in the middle with this benevolent dictatorship kind of being almost like my ideal type of society where it's like you the citizens are going to listen to what we say because we say it but we're doing all these things for your best interest like we are going to make you have universal health care right like we are going to make you all get vaccinated herd immunity is a very important concept so all of these things all of these things right you see ideologies extending as extending further out to either side they have holes in them because they largely stick to their ideologies, right? But where you find maybe a little nuanced middle, something that pulls from everything, something that tries to incorporate multiple ideas that, hey, could fall this way, could fall that way any given day, but in general kind of floats in the middle because it realizes the importance of different ideas being important at different times, which I fully believe in wholeheartedly. And I also wholeheartedly believe in like bringing things together to create the best thing. Shout out to my mixed heritage, right? <laughs> I think that, I mean, I definitely think that's a testament. But so that kind of like benevolent dictatorship idea, you know, places like Singapore, the UAE, it's close. Like this is a close example to what I'm saying. And obviously it's a much easier thing to do when you're countries like that with a much smaller population and things are smaller in scale, just in terms of size, not necessarily in terms of economy or production or things like that, but just size of the land and the amount of people there and of course there's multiple reasons specific to each scenario right and nuances to it but i think those two things are big factors the land mass and the population thing because then you actually can facilitate these things throughout a population more quickly so that's like a little i don't know societal analysis tangent i guess i just went on uh <laughs> Because, like I said, this is something I like to take note of, of how different areas of the world respond to different things. Or the same thing, I guess I should say. Respond to the same thing. Because, who knows, one day maybe 
I don't know if there will be a world government. I don't know if that's what I want. <laughs> but maybe there will be a general trend towards incorporating more ideas and realizing that there's other ways life and society can be set up and that they're not necessarily better or worse overall, but they're better or worse in certain situations, which sure you can total them up or you can address them individually. Like that's a matter of interpretation. But like I said, that's just something I find interesting. All right, let's take a quick break. Find your soul when the party on Loving how you move the way your body on I'm quite in tune how we carry on Flying to the moon, don't need no carry on Find time to bloom when the light's out Fireworks, they booming when the night's out And we groove into a tune I like now I can't even see the moon in sight now Yeah, I remember shawty Met her at the party by then we getting hearty Barely knew her hardly might have seen her face probably Got the room jumping make it bounce like a nolly Wild card she a joker but she wanna be Harley Baby a smoker I think she trying to be Molly Back and forth across the room catching me with a volley Right before she came over swear I seen her take a molly And she said her name was Holly She was with a couple hotties said they saw me at the show We're about to call my sister better answer hello toolbag may i please speak to imade oh wonderful <laughs> i'm recording for my podcast right now and oh, <laughs> corona lifestyle corona lifestyle eat an apple an apple is good. Now, an apple is good. For all of you fiends who can't live without your coffee, you being one of them, I'm sure, Joe. Apples. I don't want to hear your bullshit about an apple has more energy, more <laughs> energy in it than a cup of coffee. It does. You Look know, it up right now. Huh? Coffee has caffeine. They're different chemical structures. I know they're different, but that doesn't mean they're not comparable. Right? It's they're like when. Huh? Yep. Yeah, I heard her say in the background, apples and oranges. Or like exactly. That's the whole like dumb thing with that saying is yeah, but they're both fruit. No, she said apples and coffee. So it's a whole dumb thing with your hearing. But the the metaphor still stands in the sense of yeah, they're different, but they're under the same category of energy. But I'm not. But I'm, no. But I'm not saying that. So but you're not a rapper. The metaphor does not stand. Why? Because they're different. No, they're definitely different. Okay, so fuck that. Uh, who cares? I'm not the health guru. That's why I wanted to call you so you could actually speak some sense into the people. What are, like, health tips and advice that you might have, both from anything to do with exercise to nutrients to washing your hands? Don't say the washing your hands, but we all know that. Wash your hands. Exactly. I want to go, like, deeper and more of a sense of... Because the whole kind of concept is... And I spoke about it a little bit on the last episode with Emilio, but there's no vaccine for coronavirus, right? So there's nothing that can be outwardly administered to you that will directly fight the disease. So a lot of it, as opposed from you know social distancing and keeping your distance and washing your hands and all that general outer cleanliness, is you have to do things that you're to strengthen your body naturally because if you get it, only way you're getting over it is if your body fights it and beats it. So I and last episode I just didn't have enough information to give more detail but 
what are some of those things that you might recommend as a Olympic level athlete, might I add? You see, you're looking for like healthy lifestyle tips for specifically a quarantine era. Yeah, basically. I mean, it should be general health tips that you should have for your body no, because it's just like it's how so? Well, it's different because first of all, it's important to practice social distancing. So a lot of times, people rely on. Um, literally the opposite of social distancing. They rely on group classes or group pressure or um, influence to, like, eat better or exercise or whatever Right, it is. running in groups, which is disgusting. Groups or interactions for. Um, it's, it's really hard to be cooped up all day and, you know, convince yourself to go out for that walk or not eat your bag of chips and, like, right. make yourself a dinner or whatever. But... I think still connecting with those groups that would have once convinced you in person to, you know, go for the bike ride or make a salad or what, you know, whatever it is, Yeah. like to still stay connected with those groups, both for social and um, motivational reasons. Getting fresh air is important. Mm-hmm. Eating like, not just snacking, but eating meals. So if that means you need to make your lunch in the morning so you eat it at lunchtime like you normally would, then doing that, I think that's, um, it sets you up for success. The whole idea is to try and maintain some sort of normalcy. Mm. So, Do you think it's a matter of normalcy or of consistency? Do you know what I mean well, by that? Well, hopefully, well, I think the idea... And the goal is to have consistency in your normalcy. Well, I mean, I guess whatever is consistent becomes your normal, right? So I just mean that in the sense of... Not necessarily. If it's... Your normal can be very inconsistent. No, no, no. Uh, Yes, of course, of course. But I'm saying what is consistent would become your normal. Because the whole, you know, just consistent means you do it all the time. So at what point does it become normal? You know what I mean? Like, after what point in time? But I just meant that in the sense of... um, like, if you're going to snack and also eat meals, you okay. have to just do things on top of that, and you still can do that. But, like, you have to go for a walk. You have to lift some weights. Which, by the way, everybody, you don't have to go for a run to keep your cardiovascular oh, no, and long. I don't, I don't do that. It sucks, right? You might remember the other day I, like, called you after I took a run, and I was like, that was horrid. Like, that was that was nasty. I, I, I felt terrible with that. Because Ew. I can change my pace and get it over with quicker. I just I I'm not the kind of person who can go out and run for thirty minutes. Yuck. Um, you can use you know you don't have your gyms working out or exercise, and I should say is important, especially when you're cooped up all day. You know, get moving. Get your if blood you flowing. Outside, get outside. If you usually use weights and you're trying to figure out what to do now that you don't have weights, use, you know, a case of water or all that toilet paper. Ooh, laundry basket with some laundry in it. Yeah. Or, like, today we went on a seven-mile walk. What? (laughs) What? It wasn't my idea. All right, that's not the norm, everybody. No, it's not the norm. (laughs) These are ideas of people staying active. There's a gallon of water in the backpack. What? I didn't carry it, don't worry. Oh my god. Okay. But just like, but get creative. 
creative. There's a lot. One of the benefits of everybody having this, going through this together is that you're not alone and there's a lot of great content being created in light of this pandemic. And so, you know, I, I scroll through Instagram and Twitter and I see a bunch of really cool stuff that makes me think and inspires me to create my own workouts or get creative with things at home or with my friends or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I saw someone running outside today with a mask on. And I'm just like, come on, son. Come on, bro. Like, come on. Yeah, no. And it mean, was- unless he's at home caring for somebody who has coronavirus, he doesn't. Or like in constant contact. You're, and it's like you're outside, though. You don't need masks. A lot of people don't wear masks correctly. And, and they wear the ones that don't do anything too, and they think that's so. So it's, he was wearing one of those super like flimsy. There's no ventilation in this thing. Like it's you're breathing on your face, right? Like that's that's all this is is a mirror for your breath, right? That's all that mask is. Is that, is that all it is? Yeah, it's like looking in the mirror except the breathing form. It's just reflecting right back at you. And so I'm just looking at this guy. I'm like. Is that for you or is that for show? You know, like, what is that? What are it's you doing? Cool look. What? In vogue. Yuck. Is that the. What if that was, like, actually became a thing? Matt, surgical mats. Because we have really no idea where this is going or what it could take shape or the different ways it affects I mean, society. In three weeks, the country's gonna oh, he's crazy, though. And I was going to talk about that some more later in this. Uh, earlier? I don't know. Whatever this goes in, in the episode, but. He's wild, and I think he might have it. I think he has it, yo. Because there's been, like, three separate cases of groups that have done things affiliated to him that have now tested positive for it. Oh, yeah. I would be surprised if... I mean, I'm convinced that he will have it at some point. (laughs) He's just going to get it? All the old white guys are walking around talking about how they're willing to risk their lives so that... Their grandchildren could know the great America that they grew up in. What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means that they're willing to die of coronavirus so that the country can reopen economically so that their their white grandchildren can live the great lives that they lived growing up That's in. so dope. And it's like, yeah, willing to die, you mean you're going to die, right? Like, there's nothing you can do about it. You're just going to. It's not noble when you accept What's coming? Oh, if I jump off this window, I'm going to fall to the ground. I'm willing to risk that gravity. Right? I think you understand what I mean. (laughs) I see what you're trying to mean. It was valiant. It was loose. It was loose. All right, so you heard it here first, folks. This has been my health advisor, my health expert. Uh, well, you got psychology under the belt. That's the closest thing to a biology or doctor degree I think anybody in our family has. So. I, I, started bio, my, I started my college career as a biology major, but Whoa. I almost failed Gen Chem, so I couldn't do that. Gen Chem! <laughs> I feel that. The high school chem was not kind to me either. Neither was math or... Are you talking about me or you now? You. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's lovely. Anyway, thank you, Job, for joining me for this segment. Appreciate it. Uh, shout out Imade Eats. Shout out uh, what any other uh, any other plugs you want to make? Yeah, Lauren A. Road. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Lauren, of course. 
Anyway, we're going to wrap this call up. Uh, thank you, Joe. We appreciate it once again. Uh, popping off, see we pop it off If you run into the line, can't walk it off Y'all be wasting my time, better knock it off Kicking with a fine dime, trying to knock her off <laughs> I'ma give you the deal Destiny child, we gon' triple the bill, yeah Take a trip to the hills, hills, hills Which one? Pick one, I'ma meet you there, chill Tell a fucker DM, let's slide for real All through the PM, you can ride the wheel we don't see them, we vibe still It don't ever the end, we find a fill It's alive, come alive in the dead of the night Cabin crew set, paper plane in the flight Taking off and I jet with the few that I like Careful pet in the wood, the bark it come with a bite But, yeah, but she looking like she like that Boomerang when she throw it, come right back Pitching fast and I'm next at bat <laughs> Make it last, she the best at that the with the alone. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> that was my sister. That's my health expert in life. Make sure you get yourself one of those, especially in these health-sensitive times, let's say. <laughs> she got good tips, though. Follow Imade Eats at Imade Eats on Instagram. I-M-A-D-E Eats, E-A-T-S. I made Eats, if that makes it easier for you. Maybe one day I'll have her reveal where what Imade is and where it comes from, but maybe not. So now let's head to the creative corner. Here we are in the creative corner. I feel like that's where I live now with this whole quarantine thing happening. But that is a good thing, right? Because it means there's a lot of creativity going on. It means there's a lot of uh, work happening, hopefully. But so I've been here. Shout out to Getting Started, my newest single by T.O.D. That's me on iTunes Music, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Napster. <laughs> Amazon, what's a Google Play? Like they're all, it's on all the platforms, so you can check it out. Except SoundCloud, except SoundCloud. While I'm with the plugs, follow me at Tyler on Demand 13. That's it. Just follow me there for all these announcements. But I think something I've mentioned before, either on this podcast or somewhere, is the concept of like let it breathe, which I think is very important in creative work, which is realizing you don't have to get it perfect the first time, every time, for it to be good. Many things take multiple sessions to come back to and actually finalize what you want. That's just a lesson that in this creative journey and process, you have to realize there is going to be both instant and delayed gratification, both of which are important, but not to get hung up on either because that can impede the process of all the creation. And along with let it breathe, I think another kind of like phrase or teaching that's been important to me is let it flow and not to overthink. I've found a lot in my multiple creative processes that overthinking, not being confident in what you're writing in the moment can impede a lot. Being confident in the moment of what you're doing in the moment is important. That doesn't mean like what you're doing is right or it's going to be how it turns out or how it's going to be released or received, right? You just have to know in the moment, okay, this idea popped in my head. Let me just go with it. Let me just run with it. Let me just do that. Happens a lot with me of writing. A lot of the time I try to make the writing a little too intricate right off the bat, where it's sometimes maybe that I need to refine it. And so there's a lot of times where I'll just, I have to tell myself consciously, stop thinking. Just, hey, that idea you just had, that you said, no, 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 because this, this, and this. Forget this, this, and this. Go with that idea. Write that line down and see where it goes. You can always go back and change it. This shit isn't life or death, right? You got plenty of time to go back and change it. So... That's just my little creative PSA kind of that I wanted to give out is let it breathe and let it flow. Those have been the two most important 
creative lessons that I've learned so far. And you know what? I am going to call Emilio. <laughs> uh, we're going to see whether he answers or not. I just want to get his insights on the creative corner so far. May I speak to Grandpa Guido, please? What's up, man? <laughs> What's good, dude? Do you have time to talk for like four or five minutes? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am recording right now. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm on the clock. Damn, damn. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the, <laughs> I'm in the creative corner section of the episode, and I was just going over like writing and mixing, how I've been going back at it, and just the differences I've taken between that. But I just wanted to. And of course, the people want to know anything you have been taking out of this time that's been feeding back into creativity or anything you've been able to get going recently. Nothing. Oh, my God, that would have been good. <laughs> Why is, is it just because everything's hectic right now or is just lacking inspiration? Get that pack your way. Don't worry. I'm still working on it. Oh, no worries. Yeah, yeah. That honestly probably will help me actually push myself to write something. Yeah. And then other than that, I haven't done even idea writing for new stories or I haven't yeah. done... I mean, like, I just hopped into GarageBand a few times and I just started yeah. working on something yesterday that, that might be decent. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just kind of still feeling it out. But, but yeah, so, I mean, I haven't been doing anything. And I, I think I told you my kind of focus has just been to just absorb a bunch of movies mm, and media. Yeah, that's right. We spoke last episode like a bit. Yeah, so that's kind of just been my goal. Um, not really doing anything creative, though, personally. Yeah, I feel you. When you watch movies now and films, is there ever a time you can, like, flip the switch off where it's like, okay, I'm just watching this versus I'm trying to watch it and I take things from it, or is it I always have director eyes going in? I pretty much, I think I always have the... Um, the director, screenwriter eyes looking mm -hmm. at it, um, but I, I feel like it's pretty natural though that I can just kind of be swept into the the narrative itself. I guess that would be a testament to it, yeah. If it was that good, you would yeah. just get caught up in it. Yeah, I nice. mean, I'm usually just thinking about both. I'm usually just kind of automatically just like swooned by the uh, the art, and then um, I just kind of question how they reached reach that mm -hmm. final point for the art. Damn, bro, my stomach's grumbling on the mic. <laughs> Damn, I gotta eat lunch. Is this for the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you didn't hear me say I was recording? My bad. Oh, no. Oh, whoops. <laughs> well, at least you know you got honest thoughts from Emilio. That's good. And he didn't uh, incriminate me or him, so that's even better. Any recommendations for people to watch or take in? I don't know. I mean, who's gonna listen? <laughs> bro, <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> 
<laughs> listen, we got listeners, people that listen to every episode. They might take your film uh, insights very seriously, as they should. It's funny because this is a conversation I've been having with um, my uh, the different actors as well, working on uh, Max and Lorelai. Yeah. I'm just kind of, um, if anything, I've been telling people to at least, like, just keep watching movies if there's anything like if you're not working on our project then just try to keep watching movies as much as you can hmm. um and and take take from those um but uh, yeah so i mean like the different conversations come up talking about what movies to watch or shit like that so i always kind of think of it first because i think it's definitely my favorite if not one of my top favorite movies which is chinatown it's an old kind of i think 1971 or 74 nice i think 1974 movie. before corona BC, dude, this is gonna be the new BC. Wow. Wow. After death. Whoa. So that's after. Is that after the person died or Corona died? Yeah. After Corona died. Okay, that's good. I hope it dies. Yikes. I I hope Corona dies, not the person. Yeah. No. 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 I know. I saw something the other day. It was just like. Not a meme, but, you know, like when people post their tweets on like Facebook or Instagram or something, it said, don't forget people that when the world went down, went dark, started going crazy, talking about this Corona thing, everything's shutting down, you turn to artists, meaning you turn to the filmmakers, to the Netflix, you know, TV yeah. show makers, to the uh, musicians, everything, because when we strip all of this bullshit away, like a lot of this bullshit in society, there's a few things that you realize matter, right? Like health obviously matters. That's what all this is about. Food definitely matters, right? But also some type of indulgence. Like it goes past entertainment, just entertainment, I think. What do you think about that? That little tweet. <laughs> um, movies for me are like food for the soul. Mm. Um, that's what I was thinking of similarly to what, what you were just talking about. And that people are, if people are turning to art right now or whatever, is because maybe there's questions that they have that aren't being answered through life. Um, so certain things like being uh, unable to understand what's going on with the world or unable to understand what's going on with the virus or just not being able to do the normal fun things you might do in your life. And right. films are basically our dreams. Films are just Ooh, like hoo, hoo. your opportunity. Yeah, it's your I like opportunity that. To, to live out those dreams. It's cathartic in a way. So maybe that's why people engage with art in these kind of trying times like this. Dude, that was kind of beautiful. Films are dreams. That's like that. That is that is beautiful, that's, dude. I like that's that. Why I always tell people. I've been telling people since Catch Your Breath. Let's make dreams come true. That's, mm. all, that's all we're. That's everything we're doing. We're just making dreams come true. Because it's not just my dreams either. Because the more you work on the project, the more you develop and have your own dreams as well. Damn, dude, yeah. that is dope. That's dope. <laughs> Alright bro, you want to say anything else before? Because I'm probably signing off after this But definitely have to get you chiming in at least a little bit Oh yeah, thank you, I appreciate it I'm glad I answered <laughs> I am too, I was saying before I was like, Emilio might be mad He doesn't know I'm going to call him Yeah, alright, peace y'all, see ya Thanks Tyler Alright y'all, like I said, I'm about to sign off Emilio, glad we got you on the episode Of course, of course Always need the duo in session James, we'll hear from you very soon, very, very soon. I talked to him off mic, don't worry, people, he's doing all good. He's just doing his self-quarantine thing, as we all should. So I will sign off on that PSA. Practice your proper social distancing, wash your hands, hand sanitizer, vitamin C, iron, go for daily walks, bump it up to a run if you're feeling frisky, but daily walks, and don't touch things. 
<laughs> and don't put them on your face. All right. Thank you, everybody. This has been another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Yeah, giving foes most goes to settle. I got plenty mo who's throwing the pebbles off a la la. I'm a go Carmelo situation. To I be snow allegro. All that we know is hustle and flow. You gon' see though when we bust up the flow. Tear it up, raise roofs, and we ready for mo. Exposing these goons like Freddy with ghosts. <laughs> I'm on the double mantle settling in. We be wildin' on the island, building settlements in. I'm opposing you, telling in silence when I begin. I'm controlling the elements with a devilish grin. Wrist flick, rain dance, water flowing the hardest. Spitting fire, Dracarys, catch me scorching your harvest. Winds blowing all across the globe. Make it map of the earth, keep it in my dome. Heart hit the floor when we lost 2-4 But now I do more, you know who I do for Me and Tim in the studio, late night cooking Bout I had a game like Fright Night shookin' Dark night looking, swooping savior But with no cape, change my behavior Mastermind game level on Xavier But I ain't never playing or saving for later Get a bit of the flavor, I bet it do you a favor How we doing the major, cutting deep with the saber Cold laser, it is in my nature Always more that you can't see with glaciers. A new phaser, bigger plays than the paper. Legacy, my tales of capers. Legendary, see the road don't taper. Broom blurry with slow roast vapors.